You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Great to have you with me here on Listen Up. We got the NFL, we got Major League Baseball, the NBA starts tonight. We have a little bit of everything. Hope that you are doing well. Uh, The Yankees are three outs away from advancing and playing the Houston Astros tomorrow. Uh, They're up 5-1 over the uh, Tribe in the bottom of the eighth. Uh, Coming up in a little bit, game one of the NLCS with Philadelphia and San Diego. All right. You know the routine. You hit your hand icon. You will do it. And you know what? We will love, love to take your phone calls. All right. We'll love to take your phone calls. Now, let me tell you my schedule. All right. NBA starts tonight. Tomorrow at three o'clock Pacific, I will be on YouTube Live with Jerry Reynolds. So that's coming up tomorrow then at four o'clock i'll be right here on listen app and then right after the king's game tomorrow night at about 9 30 i will be right back here on listen app we'll have a special season opening post game show all right so keep that in mind tomorrow night right after the game right here on listen app at about 9 30 pacific so Jerry Reynolds each and every Wednesday on my YouTube live channel. Sean Salisbury every Monday, every Friday on my YouTube live channel. I will also be having other guests as well, but Jerry Reynolds tomorrow at 3 o'clock Pacific. So keep that in mind each and every Wednesday, Jerry Reynolds on my YouTube live channel. All right. If you want to talk about the NFL last night with the Chargers and overtime. That was an ugly game, wasn't it? Well, I've been saying that a lot this year. I've been saying that a lot this year. There have been a lot of ugly games. That was another one. That was another one. So now you look at the uh, AFC West and you have Kansas City and the Chargers both on top at four and two. Denver now two and four, and the Raiders can see them all at one and four. All right. Now we peek ahead to the NFL schedule coming up this week. And it's hard to believe that we're already entering week seven, isn't it? Boy, the season can just fly by. Already week seven in the National Football League. All right. So it starts on Thursday. All right. And you have another dud matchup. Seriously. 
Horrible matchup. New Orleans at Arizona. Then on Sunday, Atlanta at Cincinnati. Dallas hosts Detroit. Indianapolis is at Tennessee. Green Bay's at Washington. Carolina's home to Tampa. Giants are in Jacksonville. Browns travel to Baltimore. Jets and Broncos from Denver. Raiders coming off a bye week host Houston. Chargers host Seattle. Kansas City is at San Francisco. Sunday night, Pittsburgh is at Miami. And Monday night, Chicago at New England. Boy, what a lot of bad games this week. Seriously. A lot of bad games. But that's your NFL schedule. All right. NBA tonight, Warriors unveil another championship banner. So we get the season going with two games. Philadelphia at Boston. And then the Lakers at Golden State. So the Kings tomorrow, game one of 82. And I'll be on after the game right here on Listen App at 930. All right. So there you have it. We got a lot to talk about. I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we will do it. All right. Let's get to John. John, you're on with Grant Napier. Hey, John. How are you doing, Grant? Can you hear me? I can hear you good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. It's pretty obvious, though. I know nothing about this damn football league. Seems like every week I'm either one and three or two and two. There's just tons and tons of parody. I tried to get in yesterday. I was busy as hell. You know, but man, there's just tons of parody around the league. And I heard if it was Ryan or uh, Al, I think Al called and said that as well. It's really kind of fun like that. But like you said, man, what a bunch of dud games. Like last night, it was a dud game, but it wasn't like one of the Thursday night dud games we've been seeing. You know what I mean? Yes, I know exactly what you mean. Um, the, the last two Thursday night games have been unwatchable. Seriously, they've been absolutely unwatchable. Absolutely dreadful. Terrible, you know? So, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. You're exactly right, man. I'm just glad. Hey, this is my favorite time of year, you know. Basketball's getting started. Baseball playoffs, even though my Dodgers took a big shit. You know, that that's what happens, though, man. Some You got to play the games. That's what happens. And it's just like the NFL, a lot like the NFL. Who's hot at the end of the year? Not who does great all through the year. So You know, that's just how it goes. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, the it's hard to fathom winning 111 games and not even making it to the championship series. I mean, the Dodgers to me, and I know you're a Dodgers fan, but 2020 to me, uh, you know, it's a 60-game season. It's a pandemic. All right, yeah, it counts. But, I mean, you know, there is that asterisk next to that. The Dodgers to me have been the most disappointing team in Major League Baseball for year after year after year after year, for them to put the type of product that they put on the field with that kind of payroll, and really they they haven't won a World Series if you take 2020 out of the equation since 1988. That's just unfathomable to me. It is is amazing to me. It really is. Well, hey, the big comparison is to the Braves of the was it the 90, 90s Braves? That's the big. That's comparison. correct. That's correct. And it's absolutely it's absolutely accurate. And, yep. you know, that's it's what happens sometimes when you got a huge payroll. You know, I'm very, very glad at the season that we won a lot of games. But it just gets just, you know, a bit disappointing in the postseason when that's how it turns out, you know. And it, it could could have went anyway, but it just happens to be who happens to be hot. And, you know, 
I am now rooting for Sandy for the Padres. I'm now rooting for him, you know, because they are somewhat of an up and coming team. How long has it been for them? 26 years or something. I mean, it's been, yeah, it's been a, a long, long time. time yep. So. yep. And another what thing about the Giants, like we talked about after, even after week one about New York football giants, that is half of it is coaching and half of it is coaching the mental aspect. And those guys, all plan on they all plan on winning every week it's super fun to see man because hey i didn't i thought they'd have five five wins the entire year not five out of the first six wins it, it's crazy it, i mean that's just kind of, yeah you and i both yeah you and i both john you and i both buddy yeah yeah it, man it, it's fun to watch and you know like everybody's been calling the nfc east the nfc least well you know it's just because the cowboys lost the other night hey coming starting with such a shitty a shitty beginning 17 nothing just to come back and make it respectable made me feel pretty good and we know how good Jalen Hurts is we know how deceptive he can be and and he really looks great the Eagles look great and that it tears my freaking heart out to say that because yep. I hate the Eagles I'll root for the Giants 10 times in a row if they're playing the Eagles 10 times in a row yeah so I hear you man it's uh it's well. just uh, I, I want. I wanted to get in yesterday because I'm not one of those guys who's not going to call when my team loses. So here I am calling and sucking it up, buddy. And I'm freaking busy as hell, I, and I'm on the road. But I, I just wanted to make sure and uh, and get in with you, and I'll get some picks in later on in the week. All right, buddy. You take care. Thanks for calling. Take care. Right, bye bye. All right. Good hearing from John. If you want to get on, raise your hand, uh, and we will put you right on. So. Again, for those of you that are uh, just joining me here on Listen App, tomorrow, a busy day, all right, 3 o'clock Pacific, Jerry Reynolds on my YouTube live channel, 4 o'clock right here on Listen App, and then again at 9.30 after the Kings-Blazers game, uh, I will have a special post-game edition. We can all talk about the game. That is all coming up for you uh, tomorrow. All right, really looking forward to that. We're going to have a lot of fun on the show tomorrow. All right. Let's move along and uh, let's get to Al. Al, welcome to the show. Hey, Grant. How you doing? Al, good to hear from you, buddy. How are you today? Good. Hey, listen, boy, I'm, I'm in right there with Jerry when it comes to technology. I tried to, I was trying to join in on the live chat this afternoon on your YouTube. Yeah, you know what? I, put the, I made a mistake when I programmed it. I put the wrong date. Uh, and so there was no show today. Uh, I do shows right now on Monday. Wednesday and Friday, I made an error, was unaware that I had put the uh, incorrect date on there. The show with Jerry is every Wednesday. And for some reason, when I scheduled it, I put the wrong date on. I put the 18th instead of the 19th. Uh, but the show is uh, coming up tomorrow. So that that was my mistake. Oh, not at all. I just, you know, I've always like, I'm not, I'm like right there with Jerry. Hey, your Yankees are, are ready to close them out, man. It's looking good. Yeah, you know, by the way, you and I talked about this yesterday. What a what an yeah. absolute farce by Major League Baseball last night and how they handled the postponement. Uh, no announcements at the ball game. None of the fans had any idea what was going on. Right. Uh, they could have played the game uh, starting mm. about 1030 at night with the American League Championship Series beginning tomorrow. You had everybody in the stadium, and it was a joke. It was an absolute joke the way Major League Baseball handled that. They're getting a mm. lot of criticism and they should get a lot of criticism because they handled that about as poorly as you can yeah 
you know, you, I know you were like, Al, they're going to play it no matter what. Yep. And so, and a lot of people are upset just like you, because everybody, a lot of people are shocked that they, they postponed it, but you know, you know, it helped the Yankees. You, you, I actually, actually, that was my question. Yep. You think it, and cause the Yankees, I think were able to bring this other pitcher who they wanted, you know, he's a little bit more of a, uh, yep. go-to guy and the, and the kids pitching lights out. So, you know, it worked. It maybe it worked out, but you know, it's baseball. I mean, you're putting on a, you know, I, I'm going old school here, but you put on your uniform and your glove and you go out there, you run a little bit, you know, I know it's a mental part of it. You know, you could get a little tired mentally, which is always a challenge, but you know, and I just want to uh, piggyback on John's comment about the mental aspect. You know, the giants are now believing you know, we talked about this a bit. They they believe they can win. They've won. I mean, they both had them. They went for it in week one against Tennessee. They come back. I mean, I remember in 99 with the Rams when Warner, you know, start came in and you know, they lost. They were the losingest team in a decade for the nine, nine years previously. And DeMarco Farr uh, commented that, the first time he noticed the difference, because he experienced a lot of that losing, the first time he noticed a difference in the locker room is how the team reacted after a loss. He said that's when he felt this could be a difference. Because when you're in a losing team and a losing culture, it's almost like players just almost accept it. So the Giants now are completely believing, and they've, They've got their – they're looking great. And so, you know, that's it's just getting that culture turned around. And that takes a strong coach and a strong system. Yep. And and to players to buy in. Yep. I'll just leave leave you with one thing. With Stephen A. and your, your rant, I don't like Stephen A. I've never liked him. I know you said you have respect for him. Yep. Personally, I think he might think of – I think him as a race baiter. You know, he just – anything with race – he jumps right on it and he's trying to fan the yep. flames when there's really nothing yep. to fan. Stop it. I'm with you. Stop it. I don't like the guy. Never liked him. I don't listen to him. I don't like skip clueless. Uh, you know, I just call him skip clueless. I don't like these guys who just yep. spew stuff and just have no, like you said, no repercussions for Smith. And, and that, and that guy who did the, uh, 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 the comments that you were quoting, on your rant, oh Lord have mercy! I'm going to go find his his uh, podcast because <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's uh, Bobby Burak from Outkick. He's great. He's phenomenal. He does a great job, and uh, I thought he hit it right on the head. Here's the bottom line, okay? And I say I respect Stephen A. because I've known him for a long time. But Stephen A. is yeah. on a power trip right now, and he feels he can just you know yeah. make these outlandish, stupid comments. Uh, to get clicks and people like me now talk about him and it even puts him even on a, a further pedestal for, t I can't honestly believe that Stephen A believes this stuff. I mean, no rational person would believe that the media is not talking about Tom Brady yelling at his yeah. offensive lineman because he's white. I mean, that's just stupid. It's a stupid comment. Stupid. You know, and I, you know what, that's where they're just looking for a reaction and you know, it's what's really regrettable and I'll let you go. Is it's it's like I hate to say this, but if a white broadcaster is coming like this and saying this stuff, there's going to be repercussions. I, this is what I feel. 
it's just it's 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 you've said this before you got to know the source of the communication and then who's saying what and what group they're talking about and you know the the the, the little pamphlet you got to have before you're you're going to make a comment so have a good night man i'll talk to you later al good hearing from you buddy have a good rest of the day thanks so much bye-bye all right let's get to uh, some other folks that want to chime in here like jeff Jeff, good afternoon. You are on Listen Up. How are you today? Good, Grant. I, sorry I missed your show yesterday, doggone it. I was busy here at the ranch. We got mountain lions. No problem. Three mountain lions. Wow. Anyways, wow. Uh, well. uh, two things. Is Russell Wilson the most, uh, how do I say this? Uh, is he taking the back step of the worst in the NFL of any player this year? Yes, I don't think there's anyone in the National Football League that has regressed more than Russell Wilson. I think that's a great point on your part. I think that's right on. Very true. Absolutely. Oh, man, he was on fire last night in the first half, and then he he, yep. he just melted like a just, – he just melted in the Terrible. second half. I mean, he was running. He was throwing in the first half. He looked, you know – of course, he's been my nemesis against the 49ers for years – I think he's beat him like 14 or 15 times in the last, you know. That's so correct. I, I've watched him and watched him, but I, I don't just don't, I, I don't recognize the guy anymore. Uh, it's sad to see, to be honest with you. I mean, he, he's gone downhill in a hurry, and the Denver Broncos just have to be asking themselves, what on earth did they do trying to acquire Russell Wilson and giving him a big contract? It's uh it's going to put the Broncos in a really bad spot for years to come. Right, right. Just like with 49ers, it looks, you know, uh, they don't have a run. I mean, they lost again. They don't have a running back. I mean, Jesus, it's, it's very clear that they need a running back. I mean, these teams that can run the ball and pass the ball are going to go further. But the 49ers, don't, they well, don't have a running back. I mean, I know the defense has dissipated. I mean, there's only two starters from opening day that is playing right now. Yep, it's unbelievable how many injuries they've had. Plus, they do have issues. You know, their running game is also predicated on their offensive line. You know, Trent Williams' injury is big. Then right. they lose their backup tackle to him. Then, you know, they lost right. two very good offensive linemen in the offseason, one the retirement, one the free agency. I mean, you know, their offensive line is not the same yeah. as last year. So. I think you're comparing their running game this year to last year, which may not be a fair because the offensive line was a lot better last year. Well, they're missing Mitchell was a better, yeah. he was a better runner. Yeah, that's true. So, but the offensive line has a lot to do with that. Right. Right. Last thing I about puked because I just had to watch the NBA tip off and all they wanted to do was talk about Draymond Green, this Draymond Green, that, and then, and then they had oh the my commissioner God. come in there and he tried to explain himself oh about everything that he's done with the uh, the son's owner uh, oh please they even about Draymond, yeah even robert Draymond sarver calling um who's that he used the racial slur yeah kendrick he, perkins he, 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 kendrick he, perkins yeah he waddled he looked like a jellyfish out of water trying to explain himself on all this then he says about the son's owner well we we suspend him for a year, but you know it's not going to matter anyway uh, anymore because he's selling the team, and uh, it, it basically they just want to blame this Draymond Green thing because the kind of kid he grew up as 
in the neighborhood. Shaq was saying he's making thousand dollar decisions on, you know, being a million dollar player. They they need to educate these guys more, you know, because once they have money, they basically don't know how to act. Well, I don't know about that. I didn't hear. I don't watch any of that crap anymore uh, because the, Adam Silver, they ought to call him Adam the Puppet because all he is is a puppet now. He's a puppet commissioner. I, there's nothing that he's going to say that is really going to resonate with me. He's a puppet, uh, and it's pretty obvious. Uh, the league is just it, – it's really a shame. You know, uh, it really is. It's a shame. The, it, it is uh, all over uh, in New York, by the uh, way, uh, and the Yankees have won uh, against Cleveland, and they will play Houston – uh, game one tomorrow in Houston. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that rain delay helped them, you know. But I think who I knows? Think they were, I think they were the better team. But I did want to see. I want to see Houston in New York. I mean, it's going to come down to uh, the pitching. I mean, if they could get on both. No, it's not. You know what's going to come down to? This is what it's going to come down to. And this is a New York Yankees fan. It is going to come down to this. The Houston Astros are a much better team than the Yankees, and it's going to come down to one thing. Right. Okay. The Yankees are going to strike out the whole series and Houston's going to put the ball in play right. and put pressure on the Yankee defense. That's what this series is going to come down to. The Yankees will not put the ball in play. The Astros right. will. And the Astros, in my opinion, will win this series in five games. Right. And I guess you talked about the Dodgers blunder yesterday. You probably did. Yes, but, I did uh, a rant on it. Uh, uh, I did my I, rant yeah. on this yesterday. I seen your rants on that. Uh, in your opinion, do you think it's time for Roberts to go? I mean, he takes him to the he takes him to the playoffs, but he can't he can't get him over the hump. I mean, I know you what you said about that short, uh, you know, the sixty game. You know, who counts that? But I mean, do you think Roberts needs to go and they get get some? Well, I'll tell you this: if you win one hundred and eleven games in the regular season, you should be able to then manage the team in the postseason and at least at least win your first round. So, uh, yeah, obviously the manager is going to take some heat, but, you know, Roberts hasn't been the manager since 1988, okay? So there's something that's drastically wrong with how they put together their baseball teams. So it's just, you know, 1980, forget about 2020. That's a 60-game season. I don't even pay attention to that. The fact is that the Dodgers have had failure after failure after failure after failure after failure for decades, right. okay? And it's just unbelievable to me that you can have that market with that payroll and have that much lack of success in the postseason. It's mind-boggling to me. And I would say right. the same thing's true. The I would say the same thing's true of the Yankees. You know, they haven't won. They haven't, they haven't right. won a World Series in ages. And I say that, you know, 2009, I believe, right. is their last one. For a team that has the payroll in that market with right. their regular seasons that they've had, that's also hard right. to believe. But the Dodgers, 1988. Right. I mean, are you kidding me? That's unbelievable to me. Right. I know. And all the money they spend. But and look at my Giants. I, I mean, other than Buster Posey, I mean, there I mean, there was no. And, you know, Buster, I love Buster, MVP and all that. But he's not, no, you're not going to be afraid of him when he comes up to bat. He'll hit a ding there. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean, what about you, Giants? You won three World Series in six no, years just recently. That's what I'm trying to say, is they didn't have the big payroll. They didn't have oh. all these superstars. Well, they had a... Uh, you know what? I mean, I don't agree with you there. Madison Bumgarner was a superstar. Buster Posey's going to be in the Hall of Fame, probably. I, I, I don't necessarily agree with you. I mean, 
Uh, do you think during his era that Madison Bumgarner was regarded as one of the very best pitchers in all of baseball? Oh, yeah, what he did in that World Series game against Kansas but, City. Phenomenal. I mean, so I, I, don't, I, don't dis, I don't agree with you. I think your assessment of Buster Posey is, is, is not accurate. I do not agree with you on that. Okay. Well, okay, I watched him every – I loved him. No. But I, just, I, I mean, I'm, when I think superstar, I think of Willie Mays and things of that, well, that, that, that character. Yeah, but there, 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 there aren't a lot of Willie Mays that have ever played the game of baseball. I think you're being a little too drastic. Buster Posey was a big-time star. And I again, I think he's going to be in Cooperstown. He's a star. He, he was a star, but you weren't afraid of him when he came to bat. I'm, I'm saying. Go talk to the pitchers that pitched against him and ask them that question. Okay. All right. I know he ended up being a 300 hitter. Uh, yeah. yeah, again, go ask the pitchers that faced him how they felt about facing Buster. All right, listen, buddy. It's always good hearing from you. Uh, good luck with that mountain line up there. Be careful, all right? Three of them. Oh, boy. <laughs> be careful. All right, take care. <laughs> Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Let's move along, get to uh, some other phone calls, and uh, we bring in Ryan. Hey, Ryan, welcome to the show today. How are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself, Grant? I'm well, thank you. Congrats to your Yankees. There was a lot of babies rocking in the stands once they got that tag out on second base. Did you see the second baseman do that? Yes, I, yes, <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So yeah, hey, The game really didn't have any drama today. No, it didn't. But you know what? One thing stuck out. These guys, and we've talked about it in the past, they're hustling their butts off. They're running as hard as they can down the line. They're diving head first at the bag to tag somebody out. Um, it, it just sticks out to you with ba- or playoff baseball. And another thing that sticks out to me is I feel for Yankees fan. Having to wait there and sit for five hours, that game could have got played last it's Ridiculous. Night. It could have. It was, it, it was bad. Uh, I guess you didn't see Josh Donaldson then in uh, game one uh, jog and because he thought that the ball was gone. And between first and second base, he realized that it was in the play and got thrown out going back to first. I guess you missed that uh, hustle by Josh I Donaldson. Did. That's I okay. Did. Yeah, that, that's yeah. good hustle, right? Yeah, right. Unbelievable. So, in a playoff uh, game. <laughs> the Yankees fans, they you said it perfectly. Like, it, it's BS to be pissed at the Yankees. They're taking direction from Major League Baseball, and that's who you need to be pissed off at. And don't get me wrong. You're you're Absolutely. all hyped up for a game seven. You probably spent, unless you're a season ticket holder, a thousand bucks on a ticket to be there, and now you're going to have to take off work the next day. 
get little sleep or take yep. off work early the next day to go have that experience. But I wonder yep. if this, it, 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 you're going to hear the conspiracy theorists. I am not one of them, but this really benefited the Yankees more than it benefited Cleveland because sure. they got to pitch the guy yeah, they were able to, that they wanted to pitch. Yeah. Yeah. And he pitched great. Cortez pitched great today. Absolutely. Five innings or three hit ball. So who the hell knows anymore? I just, uh, I was shocked when they postponed the game last night. I thought they were going to play the game no matter what. First of all, all right, so right now in New York, it's 7.30, all right? So by the time they get wheels up, okay, after all their post game and all their celebration, which will be a quick one, all right, by the time they get wheels up, it's probably going to be 10 o'clock. Now, I know it's, you know, they gain an hour. They'll land, they'll get to the hotel around 1, 1.30 in the morning. Not a big deal, but again, you know, this is not yeah. just another series tomorrow. This is the American League Championship Series. And the, right. the Astros, you know, in addition to, again, having the best record, they deserve to be the home team. They, they, they could not have asked for a better situation than what they have right now. So this whole thing by Major League Baseball, and you're right, it was their decision, is a disgrace. They could have played the game last night. They should have played the game last night. And it's disgraceful that they didn't. Agreed, Grant. And I feel I, I kind of feel like they already knew and I have no insight to it, but it felt like they knew the game was not going to be played. I mean, I've seen um, it, Jeff brought up yep. the San Francisco Giants. You remember the game where they closed out to go to the NLCS? It was pouring rain. Uh, I don't pouring rain like you saw the players slushing around on the field yep. and they still went through with it. So it's just, yeah, it was embarrassing. And, you know, one other thing before I move on to football really quick is something hit me. And I know Judge is a big dude, but when they were in the handshake line, he looks like that big kid at the Little World or Little League World Series compared to the other kids. He is massive. Yes, he does. Yes, so, he does. Okay. Yeah. So, well, hey, here, here's the deal. You know what? The Yankees went to a, a fifth and deciding game in a short series. In my opinion, because Aaron Boone made a dreadful managerial mistake in game three with the bullpen. But now we're going to see how this affects them because, you know, instead of maybe wrapping up that series in four and having a rotation set a little bit better, the Astros are a superior right. team. And now the Yankees go in there with two, two best pitchers not able to throw in games one and game two. We'll see if they can split in Houston, but I'm, I'm skeptical of that. But anyway, go ahead. What do you want to talk about football? Yeah, I was just going to ask you, we were having this, not you and I, but a um, few other people, the discussion. If I told you, if I said, give me one word of your prediction on how Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Russell Wilson would play this season, what would it have been? Very, very well. Uh, you said one word. I would say uh, great. Okay. I would say great. But they have been horrible well Brady hasn't been horrible I would say he's been I mean he's had some good games Aaron Rodgers has been awful and Russell Wilson's been dreadful do you see two of the three bouncing back this season obviously Russell it sounds like he has a partially torn hand hamstring by some reports so he's probably going to be out but what's that do for Denver going forward is this put John Elway on the uh, hot seat for as much as they gave up I'll tell you it, it, it going to hurt their organization big time moving forward. They're going to have salary cap issues. 
they're going to have uh, big issues moving forward for the next couple of years. This is going to really uh, be a bad situation if you're a Denver Broncos fan. So I, I, I'm not sure who's going to be on a hot seat, but they completely misevaluated the most important position on the field. That's not debatable. I think you could say the same thing about the Bears, too. I mean, you know, think about what they gave up to get Mitchell Trubisky. And I'm not yeah. ready to close the door on Justin Fields, but Justin Fields has a long way to go. Now, you think about in the last five or six drafts, what they've given up to move up in in the Trubisky, they moved up one spot. They gave the farm to San Francisco. And then last year, they moved up with the Giants. The Giants were able to get an extra first-round pick that they turned into a right tackle in Evan Neal uh, after they took uh, Kayvon Thibodeau with number five. And Justin Fields, to me, there are big question marks about his future as that guy. And again, I'm not giving up on him. He's only in his second year. He's playing with, you know, not very good skilled people. His offensive line's not very good. So I'm going to wait before I completely close the door on him. But he's got a long way to go. He does. And Graham, wouldn't you say with Justin Fields, it's also coaching. They're not playing to his strengths. And I'm not saying he couldn't improve on certain things. Every player can. But... You know, he's not a drop back passer. I look at his body style and I think like a Cam Newton, right? And you want to be careful about how much your quarterback gets bumped um, and what hits they take. But at the same time, you know, like they're not, if he's going to be your franchise quarterback, you've got to center the offense around his strengths. And that's one of the problems with Denver. It's one of the problems Russ had in Seattle at times. And Going back to Russ, the problem is this guy's been beat up. He has not been the same player since his first serious injury that he had to have surgery on. He came back too early, and he's just been a different guy ever since. Yeah, he has been a different guy ever since. And, again, the Broncos are the team that's going to be really suffering the consequences of that because I don't see Russell Wilson just all of a sudden becoming the Russ that we're accustomed to seeing. I think those days are gone. And I don't know what Denver's going to do moving forward. They're in a, and, and here's the other deal. They're in a brutal division. You know, they have a division with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. And even you can throw Derek Carr. And even though the Raiders are very disappointing right now, the fact is that all three of those quarterbacks are very, very much in their prime and have a lot of football years left. That does not bode well for the Denver Broncos. Yep, I agree, Grant. And I mean, arguably what we thought was going to be the best division is now the worst. <laughs> yep, that's correct. So yep. anyways, OK, I'm going to leave time for everybody else. I hope you have a good one. And um, I am just going on the record. Very, very, very disappointed in Jerry. I am still we are still waiting for that update on your dating. <laughs> I, I, that's the only reason I come I here know. every day, Grant. Come on. I know. I don't know. I don't know where Mr. Jerry and his dating life is. One of these days, hopefully. All Absolutely. right, man. Have a good right, one. Have we'll talk to you. All right. All right. We get to uh, some other phone calls right here, and we say hello to uh, Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey, Grant. Hey, fun topics today. Uh, regarding the Dodgers, I feel that uh, Dave Roberts, he's a victim of too much analytics in in the playoffs, whether it's his decision or management and them combined, uh, when you have a guy dealing and 80 pitches, I think you ride that, you know, and I think, of course, during the course of 162 games, analytics is the game today, but you just can't go on pure data, what have you in the playoffs. And if it works, sure, no one talks about it, but when it fails, it's going to, you know, I agree. 
Same thing with the Yankees and Aaron Boone. It's the exact same thing. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, managers seem like they don't manage with feel anymore. Uh, they go by the book, and I, I don't understand that in the postseason. I think in the postseason, uh, you've got to go by feel a lot of the times, and I don't think enough managers do that. I'm with you 100%. I, I do not understand that at all. I do not understand that. Yeah, and, you know, uh, circling back to the Giants, you know, obviously a little different era, our last, you know, World Series in 2014. That's comment. I don't agree with that. I mean, we we didn't have an Aaron Judge in the lineup, but we had potent players, and I think we had, you know, over that five year run, good players with great chemistry. There were some moving parts. However, our foundation was solid. Uh, Buster Posey, you know, Hunter Pence, uh, the pitching staff, obviously. You you know, the chemistry on the on during that run was outstanding, and I think that that was a big part of yeah. it. Pablo Sandoval was great. On yeah. those teams, I mean, you you can go on and on. I I I didn't agree with Jeff either. I mean, I to me, Buster Posey was a superstar. I don't I didn't agree with Jeff. I, you can't compare people to Willie Mays. That's not fair. I mean, that that's ridiculous. Well, not that, only that, that, he's he, exactly right, and he's handling the pitchers. I mean, the guys behind the plate. You can't. That's invaluable what he did. Even if he, it, yeah. even if his postseason, uh, I don't know what his average was in the postseason, but I, he's potent enough. Well, you know, he, he's invaluable as the bottom line. Not, not only that, you said you want to compare him to Aaron Judge. I would take Buster Posey over Aaron Judge any day of the week. I, if you told me that I was starting a team and I can either take Buster Posey or Aaron Judge, I would take Buster Posey. I wouldn't even think twice about it. So I, you know, to me, he's a better all-around baseball player than Aaron Judge and plays a more important position than Aaron Judge. And uh, the guy put the ball in play. Aaron Judge, as good as he is, and I listen, Aaron Judge had a hell of a year this year, right? I'm not taking anything away from him. I mean, he almost won the Triple Crown. So, you know, he hit for average. He hit the ball out of the park, yeah. RBI. I'm not discounting what Aaron Judge this year. I'm looking at the totality of the career to this point. To me, Buster Posey is a better player than Aaron Judge. I'm sorry. I, I would, again, if you're telling me I'm starting a baseball team and at the beginning of their careers that I can have a guy, I can either take Posey or Judge, I'm taking Posey. Now, I also need to be fair. Aaron Judge has many, many years left in his career, barring injury, and maybe 10 years from now, I'll have a completely different opinion. But based on what I know right now, based on what they've done in their careers, respectively, I would take Buster Posey every day of the week. Yeah, no, and great point. He was the one constant in that run. You know, he brought up his rookie year. They took off from there. Yes. I guess what I meant by that is obviously judge with the headline and the home run record and all that stuff. You know, it's not as sexy, you know, with, you know, the name or what have you, but you make a fabulous point on what, how important he was to that run. Great point. And then, uh, uh, oh, and then one other point to be fair, since that era, the Giants have, you know, let's face it, they've had, they went back to the playoffs in 16 against the Cubs. And then of course last year, but at last year I did feel was kind of a outlier year, so to speak. And you know, what they, what they've done Luke. since then isn't working to get back to yeah. the playoffs. And, and again, this year was a step back and they need to change what they're doing internally because it, it hasn't worked since 15 more or less. So uh, great topics, Grant, as always. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. And uh, speaking of, you know, the Giants, you know, the rumor is they're going to go after Aaron Judge big time. I, I'm I'm not a fan of that if I'm a Giants fan. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of giving a guy, you know, $350, $400 million. Uh, uh, yeah, I know it's sexy. You know, I know it gets fans to the ballpark. Uh, I get the fact that he's a Northern California kid. I get all of that. I wouldn't do it if I'm the Giants. I would not do it. All right, let's get to uh, Connor. Connor, welcome to the program. How are you today, Connor? 
Doing great today. Yankees got the win. Yep, they got the win, and now it's on to Houston where, boy, they're going to have their hands full against that Astros team. The Astros have better pitching. They put the ball in play. They can run. Uh, they, that's a scary proposition. And, the you know, again, I don't know if you go by the regular season at all, but the Astros absolutely owned owned the Yankees this year in the regular season as well. Yanks are going to have their hands full here. I, I, I hate to say this, Connor, because I've been wrong about the Giants every week so far this year in the NFL season. I don't know if the Yankees win more than a game against Houston. I just don't like this matchup. I do not like this matchup. Unless the Astros are a little rusty here, I don't like this matchup at all for the Yankees. I, I hope I'm wrong. I would love to see this series go seven. I think it would be great. That's what all baseball fans want to see. I just I don't see the Yankees being able to beat the Astros. I don't see it. Yeah, before I talk about the ALCS, I had a couple yep. points. The um, I want to congratulate the Guardians on a great season. I think they're going to be pretty good for the next couple of years with a really young team that hits for average and gets on base. I think they'll be around. Yep, I agree with you. And then I agree with you. I wanted to say the MLB has just been a joke. Like, how bad can you like promote a sport, and how many times can you mess up? Like, you're gonna postpone a game, not let the fans in the stadium who are waiting for hours what's going on, and then postpone the game when it barely rains after they did that. I don't get it. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's embarrassing. It's there's no way the game should have been uh, postponed last night. Awful. Absolutely awful. Yeah, and it kind of denied everyone of a, a night game in the Bronx. is obviously much better than an afternoon terrible. game. But it did help the Yankees' bullpen, especially with Wandy Peralta, who finished out the game. Well, uh, it, it, it did help the Yankees. I don't think there's any question about that. But, you know, again, the reality is that game should have been played last night. But it is what it is. ALCS to, uh, tomorrow. The NLCS uh, starts uh, this evening coming up uh, in San Diego. That game's going to start in a little bit, uh, the Padres and the Phillies. I think that's going to be a hell of a series. Yeah, I think it'll probably be more entertaining than the ALCS. But, I mean, this is a series I think a lot of people have been asking for. So, I mean, it may not look as competitive on paper, but, you know, the Yankees want this a lot. And – I'm happy uh, my very, very close friend is behind the plate tonight uh, in San Diego. So I'll be watching that game closely. Uh, big achievement for him working the uh, championship series behind the plate. So I got a little interest in that game as well. So I hope it's a good series. I hope the Padres and Phils is a good series. I think it will be. I really do. I think it will be. Yeah, and then since the NBA season starts today, I wanted to kind of give my little season prediction before it's too late. Yes. I think it's going to be right the, Clippers, the Clippers year. I think they'll beat the Bucks in the finals in six. I think Kawhi Leonard is going to win the MVP this year. Really? You think he'll play enough games? Because that's the thing I wonder about with Kawhi. I think he – how many games are they going to play him? Are they going to be extremely careful? Are they going to – you know, this load management crap, is, they going to, is he going to play 60 of the 82? Is he going to play 65? Is he going to play 70? I think that, that might factor into that a little bit. I think he's going to have a good year, too. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, that that's something I would be a little bit leery about. How many games are they going to play him this year? Yeah, as long as he stays healthy, which is a big question mark, I think he's in for a big year. Yep. So, right, I think well, – I picked uh, – I'll tell you who I picked. I picked Denver to be the top seed in the West. They're getting Murray back. 
Obviously, they're hoping Michael Porter Jr. can, you know, stay relatively healthy. They got the, you know, MVP in Jokic. Uh, they got depth. Uh, I think Denver's going to have a very good regular season. I think the Warriors are going to still represent the West in the finals this year because to me, Connor, as long as Steph Curry is healthy, no one else in basketball has Steph Curry. And to me, he'll be the difference when the playoffs begin in the West if he's healthy. So I picked the Warriors not to be the number one seed. And the reason why I didn't pick them to be the number one seed, I think the regular season is boring for them. And I think they realize they don't have to be the number one seed. And they're going to just coast on a couple of games. And Steve Kerr will rest his players because they know that they have a veteran team that can win on the road. And the number one seed is not nearly as important to them as it is to a team like the Clippers or the Nuggets uh, or the other teams in the West. So I, I think Golden State, Connor, and I got you down as the Clippers, but I think if Steph Curry's healthy, they're my pick again to go back. Yeah, I agree that the Nuggets are probably going to be a top three seed, yep. but I don't think they're really, when it comes to the postseason, it seems like they can never get past the wall, like really similar to the 76ers in the East that are always good in the regular season, but yep. can't seem to get past the second yep. round. Well, we're going to see. I think Kevin Murray back is going to be a big help. So we'll see. Connor, good hearing from you, buddy. Uh, you have a, a good evening. Enjoy watching uh, the game tonight, and we'll uh, talk to you soon, okay? Okay, thanks. All right, good stuff right there from Connor. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls right here on a busy day, and it's Antonio. Hey, Antonio. Hey, Grant. How you doing, buddy? I'm well. What's going on? Oh, you know, I'm just excited about tonight. And, and I, you know, it's a long season, 82 games, but I'm really excited. You probably think I'm crazy. It's going to watch, see with Charles Barkley, uh, Eddie Johnson, um, Shaq, and if it's the other guys, Kenny, Kenny Smith. I, can't, I, I love their shows, man. I love Kenny their shows. Smith. I think to me it's, a, it's the best thing in TV. I don't tune in for a lot of guys, but yeah. – uh, do you have any thoughts on, on Charles Barkley and those on, the, on their takes? Is he over the top? Does it get people to bite, or is just that's the way? I know you had him a couple. Of, is that how he really is? Charles is uh, one of the great human beings I've ever met in my life. Um, and you you said Eddie Johnson. I know you met Ernie Johnson. Uh, Ernie Johnson. Charles Ernie Charles is uh, the salt of the earth. Charles is one of the most humanitarian, kind people that I've ever been wow. around in my life. He does so many things for people that no one knows about out of the goodness of his heart. Uh, he's kind. He treats everyone with respect out in public. Um, the guy's unbelievable. I mean, he's just a great, great person. Uh, does he say some things on TV to get people's reactions? Yes, but he also speaks what he believes. And he is who he is. And what you see is what you get with Charles Barkley. Yeah, he'll make some pretty outrageous comments at times, but it's because that's what he believes in. He doesn't care about the consequences of what he says. You know, he he is a great person uh, in terms of race relations. Uh, he is fair when it comes to race allegations. He is he's just a great person. He's one of the great people that I've ever met. Um, I put him right up there near the top of my list. That's 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 good information. Uh, I know I know you want to wrap it up and relax the rest of the night. One more thing, what's your thoughts on the Lakers? Can can they can they get over the hump? I think the over to under is forty. Oh, I don't want to say it's forty two. I forgot. I had, I had looked earlier. You, even with the LeBron, 
uh, who you called the first game. I can't believe you called the very first game LeBron. That runaway dunk, that runaway dunk. What do you yep. think the Lakers doing? You know I'm a Warrior fan. You know who I got in the West. And I'm kind of going with the Bucks um, to kind of carry it up you know, with the healthy Middleton. Um what do you think of the Lakers this year? What what is your your your, your gut tell you that they're going to be competitive? I, with LeBron, you can never discount LeBron, even though I'm not a big LeBron fan. What's your thoughts on him? Well, again, I don't have a crystal ball any more than you do, and health is everything with this team. And so LeBron and Anthony Davis, if they play a minimum of 70 of the 82 games, they'll be in the playoffs. I like Patrick Beverly. I think he's a really good pickup. You know, not, you know, Schroeder is already hurt for the first three or four weeks. That's a significant uh, loss. You know, Westbrook's dealing with hamstring issues already. But it comes down to LeBron James and Anthony Davis being on the floor for 70 of the 82 games. I have them finishing eighth this year in the West. All right. In my NBA preview that I had on my podcast today, I've got the Lakers being the eighth place team in the West. I don't see them being much better than that because I'm skeptical about their health. I'll have to go back and look. All right, Grant, you have a good evening. Enjoy this season. Hopefully, Thank you, buddy. I know you're not going to go in no Kings game, but I'm going to go get a couple Kings this games this year. So you enjoy the season, Grant. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, speaking of the Kings, tomorrow I'm going to have a special postgame show at 930. All right. So tomorrow at 930, following the Kings and the Blazers, I will be right here on Listen App. Tomorrow at 3 o'clock Pacific. And again, I apologize for those that may have tried to tune in today. I've just made an error with the date. Uh, that show with Jerry is tomorrow, okay, tomorrow at 3 o'clock Pacific. Listen up at 4 o'clock tomorrow, and then 9.30, a special post-game show, all right? So that's the schedule tomorrow. Jerry will be on my YouTube live channel at 3 o'clock. Really looking forward to that. Uh, we had a great uh, tune-in last week, all right? And Jerry is Jerry. So we'll preview the uh, NBA tomorrow, even though there's two games starting tonight, uh, Philadelphia and Boston, the Lakers and Golden State, Philly and Boston are underway in the first quarter. And then, again, a busy day tomorrow. So 3 o'clock YouTube Live, 4 o'clock Listen App, 9.30 here on Listen App. For those of you that want to talk Kings basketball, uh, that will be tomorrow at about 9.30. All right? So we'll do that tomorrow. Yankees are on their way to Houston. Game one tomorrow. Padres and Phillies, NLCS, game one tonight, and a very, very busy day tomorrow. Tomorrow's our open forum Wednesday at 4 o'clock, and we'll have our fantasy football roundtable. We'll also get you into week seven of the National Football League. That's all coming up tomorrow. Make it a fabulous rest of the day. Good having you here on Listen App. Grant Napier saying so long, everybody.